You're listening to Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Enjoy the episode. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta coming to you today live from downtown Orlando, Florida, here at the view at Lake Yola um, in a beautiful high rise that Lee and I live in. Uh, today, this is home to all the podcast. Uh, that's an all inclusive real estate podcast. And today I have a special guest and a special topic. Uh, Liliana Pickens um, with Keller Williams. Hey there, Liliana. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good, Nick. And you, thank you so much for having me again. I love uh, it. No problem. And everybody might see that my uh, headset is floating in the air in transparent, <laughs> but I'm working out technical glitches. I'm in the process of probably going to get a green screen behind me so I don't have the issue. <laughs> it's all, all good. Go. <laughs> it's all um, good. So, no Liliana, judgment. No, no, it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's a learning process for all of us since, you know, this COVID-19 world we live in now where I know a lot of people did these live shows before this, but now even more so than before. But so Liliana, I just wanted to uh, talk to you today about, I, I, I listen to your messages you send me, I, I read them and I take them to heart and, and they are very inspirational and you're a very inspirational person. And I wanted Thank you. you to be on the show. You're welcome. I wanted you to be on the show today so we could talk about, you know, uh, basically like an uplifting motivation during these hard times. We've heard a lot of, you know, we hear a lot of news. Yes, some of the news is relative or relevant mm -hmm. and then some of it's negative or negative rhetoric. So I wanted to invite you on and I invited you on so we could talk like a positive thing about how to get through these um, tough times. So whatever you want to start talking about that, go ahead. You've got the floor. So cool. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. That's like a huge topic. <laughs> I know, right? I love it's it. All good. <laughs> so you know when you when you texted earlier and said and asked me to bring like a quote or something in a in a positive light, I immediately went to my notes from a podcast that I listened to this morning, and then I actually logged in into one of my coaching calls early early today at eight. Um, and one of the things that stood out the most to me was something that we were discussing on the community around us, and it says the community around you, right? And that means work. That means your family. That means your neighbors. That means your community as a whole, right? right? The people you surround yourself with should be giving you hope, should be inspiring you, and should be helping you promote progress. If they are not doing those things, you're surrounded by the wrong people. Therefore, your the mindset of the people around you is not the correct one for you personally right? right and i feel like the, the first thing that we need to do during this time it's take care of ourselves it's going back to the basic right i mean right. we are in a health crisis let's call it what it is and the best thing that you can do right now is take care of yourself not just physically but also mentally are you letting worry take the best of you? Are you getting the anxiety, get the best of you? I mean, we're in real estate. We're seeing this all day long, every day from left and right, right? right. With our agents, with our customers, buyers, sellers, vendors, like everyone around us is like, oh, we don't know what's up. And I keep finding myself just telling people, 
we got to focus on the things that we can control. There's no use to focus on the things that we cannot control because that's a waste of energy. So all of the energy that you're, you know, that you have in the morning when you wake up and you start working or studying with the kids or whatever it is that you're doing during this lockdown slash quarantine situation, uh, make sure that you're using that energy for something good, right? right? I mean, we have the energy. We we naturally wake up with energy. That's how our bodies work. Okay. Once we exercise, when we, once we eat a little something, we get a little perk in our step and we can keep on moving. So use the energy wisely. Don't waste the energy on watching TV 24-7. Turn off. You got to turn off the news. And mm-hmm. that is not to say don't be aware of what's going on of what's going on in your surroundings and in the country just pick and choose what you're listening to maybe read about it instead of watching tv uh, because you're not getting body language when you're reading something you can read it in a more stable mindset than just having someone give you the information in the tone that they're giving you the information that may be causing panic or not, or, you know, how, however it goes. So my first thing would be, you got to take care of yourself and you have to be super duper purposeful and intentional about who you're choosing to be surrounded by. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I'm, I'm the same way. I will tell you a real quick story. Like in, um, not I'm not getting into political or anything like that, but uh, in 2016 when the election was going on and I was looking at Facebook and Instagram, and this, like I said, this is no political statement or nothing. I'm not even going to say anything, any names about it. But when the the news was getting so intense um, that it really was causing me to have a lot of, I guess, chest pain or anxiety. Um, so that brings up a good point. What you, what you brought up as a good point was um, how you need to take a break from it, especially when we're in quarantine and lockdown and we really can't go anywhere. You're even glued to your phone or computer computer or um, tablet more often. And I think that's important that maybe set aside, I don't know, two hours a day or an hour a day uh, to put your phones and maybe a basket at home. And I mean, and then maybe watch a movie that has nothing to do with what's going on in the world or maybe two hours, watch a movie, get you know, get your mind off of it. Now that you can't go back to the news because news is very important and informative, uh, mm-hmm. but the, it's kind of like what you do in your daily life and your career, like what we do in real estate, we have to, uh, it's the work-life balance and you have to apply that to your social media as well uh, because you know, once like they started, I think in the iPhone when it started keeping track of your screen time, I became more conscious of what I was doing, mm-hmm. how often I was on the phone, and would say, "You today, you are on your phone eight hours and forty <laughs> minutes," and I'm like, "Good <laughs> grief! Thank you for reminding me." Um, but since I've done that, I've become more I, the the word I like, and I know you like this as well. I'm sure you like this word, mindful of of your life around you and mindful of what you're doing, uh, because it's gonna. Hey, I won't admit it. It'll drive you crazy if you're if you don't take a break from it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, and it's just like everything, right? I mean, we are very mindful, you know, to use your word as well, uh, on what we're feeding our bodies, what we're eating, what we're not eating, you know, if we're on a diet, if we're not on a diet. The same scenario happens in your mind. What are you feeding your mind? What books are you reading? Are you reading something else uh, that's not the news? You know, what what are you feeding your soul, right? 
Right. Uh, if if you're a religious person, then you know maybe you go into onto the Bible and read a verse every day or a devotional or whatever it is. Uh, if you're someone like me that likes Brene Brown a lot, like I listen to her podcast. That's my that's my go-to girl. Uh, I read her books, uh, but it it all comes back to you have to be the leader of yourself. You know, and that podcast that I was listening to this morning was the Think Like a CEO podcast from Gary Keller. And right. that's all that he was saying. You have to be the leader of yourself. If you're not the leader of yourself, you're not going to be able to move anyone else. Right? right. Because if you cannot, it's it's the whole notion of you cannot pour from an empty cup. Right. right. So what are we pouring in? Are we pouring in negative all the time? We had we had family members, uh, one family member actually in the hospital with COVID, and you know, thank God he's fine and got out of the hospital. You know, he's good, and that doesn't mean that we weren't worried, right? And right. that we weren't calling every day and making sure that he was okay. Uh, so that's a stressor. I mean, my husband runs an office depot in Hunters Creek. He's one hundred percent there with people all day long, exposed. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So we at home we have a kid whose you know system is compromised. So we have had to create new normals, right? To adapt to the now normal. So that when Josh gets home, he immediately goes, takes a shower, puts everything, you know, all the wash, all the clothes to wash, uh, to avoid as much as we can to bring the virus home. I'm working from home 99.9% of the day, uh, except when I go to showing. So we've got to jump to the office real quick. Uh, but mostly, you know, most of my work is business consultation with agents. So I can do that online. Right. And it is incredible the amount of conversations that I'm having that are all revolving around the mindset. Because everyone is, the focus is out. It's out of the business. It's out of everything because there's so many disruptors. And the thing is that we haven't, everything came very quick. Right. And we haven't given ourselves grace to kind of take a step back and breathe for a second and look at what's going on that now the kids are home. I have two high schoolers that are homeschooled right now. Not hmm. fun. Yikes. <laughs> Not and you would think, well, you know, they're high schoolers. They know what they're doing. I don't right. have to be on top of them. I still have to be on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot even imagine the parent that's dealing with that seven-year-old that has to, like, literally sit down and teach them. So we've been thrown into home schooling. We've been thrown into work from home. We've been thrown with the huge limitation of... You cannot leave the house or you shouldn't leave the house. It's highly recommended that you don't leave the house. If you leave the house, you have to wear a mask. You have to do this. You have to do that. Mm -hmm. And we had, have, had had to adapt to all of those changes in nanoseconds. Mm -hmm. yep. And we are still, the one thing that has not changed is how hard we are on, our, on ourselves. We haven't pivoted from that. And we have to pivot from that. And we have to give ourselves grace that this is a process of adaptation and we are adapting the best that we can and that is going to lessen the anxiety that we're feeling around all of this i mean i have a friend who is sick of cooking like her <laughs> struggle is real with <laughs> cooking every day this this i mean every day i get a text oh my god do i have to cook again <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I'm like you know how many times when we're out 
there working like crazy people, do we not say, oh, I wish we could cook at home and have dinner at home and control what I'm eating and not putting so much crap in my body. And now we have the chance and we're still complaining about it because we're still in the old mindset, right? How we were doing things two, three, four weeks ago, it's very, very different than the way we're doing things now. And we have to adapt. We, we got to switch. And the first thing that needs to switch is your mindset around it. You know, we, we can choose the way I see it. And sometimes I can be a very black, black and white person and a lot of an idealist, which is fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, but how I look at it is I have two options. Either I choose to focus on the things that I can control or I choose to focus on the family of five that went to Sam's instead of sending the one person. I cannot control that family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So I need to focus on the things that I can control. And fortunately, you know, there's a lot of things in this situation that I that I can control. I mean, one of the one of my biggest things is keeping agents in business, doing business. My whole thing, my whole world around that has changed because the business has changed. And if the agents are not changing the way they do business today, they are being left behind they're going to be left in the dust in a few weeks if they're not changing their thinking and changing their actions. But before, before we get to actions, we got to change your thinking. It's get, It all starts in your head. Um, uh, it I all can... starts and ends in your head. I, I completely agree with that. And that's, and I, I would say when I think, was it March 17th, St. Patrick's Day to be exact, when these orders started going into place, when they started limiting how many people can go to bars and restaurants, uh, like the 10 people in a group, before we were on the full quarantine or the social distancing like we're at right now. Um, at first, obviously, we, go, we went through shock a little bit that, hey, this is a disruption from our normal lives. Uh, but now the thing is, is that maybe only like a couple of days later and, and i'm sure you you've done the same thing and i know you've done the same thing a couple of days later I, I like okay i've got to own this time right now and and take advantage of opportunities and and speaking of which i i'm still thinking about and i probably am going to take you up on your offer about the the one class um i've done the the graduate realtor institute course um i did some other courses during this time and and also uh, hired marketing, uh, did search engine optimization. And I, I don't know about you, I'm, I'm sure you're the same way, but in the last week, we, of course, Zillow reported, Zillow.com or Indian.com reported like uh, when the you know when this quarantine first happened, it was a, a significant drop in home searches. But like in the last week, week and a half, there's been an inc incredibly big spike in searches again. Um, and with that, I would say that like you said, mm -hmm. if you're not preparing or not doing taking the, the right steps right now, you're going to um, make yourself obsolete when we get back to when businesses reopen. And that's happening soon. They just announced today in yeah. Pinellas County, they had a Pinellas County meeting over there where they're reopening the beach starting Monday morning. So. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and, you know, it's. I think it's important to point out that the reports from Silo.com, they're talking on a national scale. 
And it's super important if there's any consumer that's listening to this podcast right now to understand that the local level not necessarily reflects what's going on across the nation. Uh, so always, always talk to your hyper-local agents because they're going to have different information than the silos of the world. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, but I would say, and as far as Orlando goes in this area, I've noticed that I've been obtaining some, well, listing leads during this that basically they want me to list their properties and they're going to have me list their properties, but they're all asking me, can we do it in June just to obviously get through the rest of April and May to see what, you know, how it goes. One is a very valid concern is they're worried, even though people will take precautions and do take precautions when they visit open houses, they want to make sure that nobody comes in there with the COVID-19 to get germs in their house. So basically you got, like we've been saying is have your pipeline ready because when they start reporting that, the cases of COVID-19 start to decrease and people are starting uh, to, to get better from the, the virus. Um, people are going to slowly, but slowly, but quickly, is my best way to say it, are going to get right back into routine of where they were before. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for us to get listings or help buyers or investors. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I'm sure you have, you have as well in your team that just getting the, 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 I guess the prepared, I should say, and working toward that being prepared and ready for when we get the all clear or all clear, but with caution, uh, because I, like I said, I've got a few people that they want to sell their houses and they're going to sell their houses. I'll, ha I'll help them get their houses sold. But they just said, they can we do this starting June 1st? Because they want a little bit more time and comfortability about what's been going on in the world. So what do you get? How about you? Know one of the things that we've been doing, there's the fear can be handled, right? That's a, that's an objection that we can handle. We can help people through the fear so that they can see clarity. Uh, we want we want people in emotion so that they can make decisions, right? right. Emotion equals motion. It's going to make a move. The emotion of fear is going to paralyze them. Do we want them paralyzed? No. No. Can we take very good precautions? or alternative ways of showing a home during this time? Uh, absolutely. Like the can video, we, can we, yeah. Can, can we sell a home during this time at the highest possible price range or price bracket that it's gonna be for the time being? Right. Yeah, that's- So and, there's, there's yeah. ways, you know, like I'm coaching my agents to work with their clients through the fear because the fear is real. I am not saying to discount the fear, understand where the fear is coming from, and then build a timeline for your clients. If the fear is coming from, I'm not sure that, you know, if it's a buyer and they're telling you, I'm not sure if, if I'm going to have a job in the next month. Listen, that is something that we cannot control. Right. That is, you have to lead with empathy 100% of the time in a regular environment, in this environment, 300% of the time, you have to right. lead with empathy. It's service first and sales later. You have to do what's right for people at all times. And now you have to be very, very intentional about that. You can you cannot have 
commission breath. Like I'm coaching my agents. You can never have commission breath because this right this minute is not about you. If right. the agent didn't know how to run a business and thought that every commission check was their salary, that's on them. Right. That's on every agent out there that's not running a business properly. If you're not if you're not running your business in a profitable way, the client it's not a fault for that that you don't have money to come in, in this month. That's that's on you 100%. Right? right? So what a great time to take a look back at your business, what's working, what's not working, what needs to change in order for you to become profitable, even when uncertainty hits. Because what's we were expecting a market correction. We were expecting it next year. It just happened that we had a health crisis and now it's here. Right. And we, and we haven't seen it yet at a hyper-local level in Orlando per se, or in the counties that surround Central Florida, but it's coming. We know it's coming. Right. Uh, the other day, I had a very funny conversation with a buyer. <laughs> he calls me and he's like, I think I'm going to wait until like maybe August. And because the, the prices are going to drop so low. Right. And my immediate question to him was, can you please send me the information? Send me the link to where you're seeing that. What, what are the facts that are backing that up for you? And he said, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking like back in a way. And I'm like, okay, but in a way it was a financial crisis. That was the housing crisis, right? That was completely by the mortgage lenders. I mean, that was a financial crisis. Right. This is not that. So if you're waiting for August because you think prices are going to drop 30%, I'm here to tell you, you're going to be out of luck. Oh, right. You are going to be out of luck because as it stands today, the lenders are tightening their restrictions, which is a good thing that they're right. not giving money out like crazy, right? Because right. it's going to avoid what happened in a way. And I don't have a crystal ball, and I don't know that by August the interest rates will be a little higher. And then even if the prices drop 2 or 3% and that interest rate is up, is it really going to be beneficial for you to wait? You know, um, but people yeah. are hearing so many so many things and they're getting their information from the wrong sources it, without they're not even making educated guesses right so i feel that us in the industry have a responsibility to to teach this to teach the consumer and just let them know this is what's happening and be you have to be the resourcefully realistic Okay, you, we cannot be super ultra positive that we are avoiding what's going on. We got to look at what's going on and we have to present the facts because no one can argue with facts. Right. And we got to present the numbers. I mean, I can tell you that in the last 24 hours in the counties of Orange, Osceola, Lake and Polk County and Seminole County, there were 155 homes that came on the market. Uh, at 7.30 in the morning, from 7.30 in the morning yesterday to 7.30 in the morning today, in the last 20, in that last 24-hour period. Because I'm watching that. I'm watching that closely. I know 155 uh, came up, like another 100-something went under contract, and another 100-something were sold. So the market is moving. Mm -hmm. What we are seeing is more price decreases. We are seeing a little bit more price decreases, but where the market is still, it's still going and it's still moving and it's still somewhat healthy. We're never going to see the market in zero. No, Whatever I, are. Exactly. And I think 
And the other thing is, too, is that I've noticed, too, like before this quarantine was announced, uh, when I would go out and show buyers properties, there would be like before social distancing or the coronavirus was officially announced to the, by the government, they would be like, I'd show a client of mine in the afternoons after she got up at work, a property that had been in the market for two days. And there would be like 20 people outside waiting their turn to go see the house. Obviously, that changed because of social distancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there some of those houses are, are moving a little bit slower, but I will tell you that there is a request every single day. I got three to five leads. I, I work every day now um, and that are actively looking and they're looking at all different price ranges. I've had one looking up to like 800,000 to a million dollars. So there is yeah. uh, people are still interested in buying. And of course, now that they've gotten comfortable working at home and they don't have the micromanagement of like of a corporate <laughs> office they're on their cell phone looking at those the the sites yeah. like Zillow and home on redfin and things like that or mm-hmm. or realtor.com and i would say that if anything this is the the worst time for other agents that are out listening out there to liliana and i this is the worst time um to pull back from everything this is the time to be it basically yeah. i explained it to to my spouse lee's it's like if you're flying a plane and you've got the throttle pull, pushing the throttle forward faster because when this we get everybody starts feeling comfortable again to go out again once they say okay yeah you can go out or restaurants will reopen of course with safety guidelines in place for protection or and wearing masks um they're just gonna they're gonna actually they're gonna be also that's the other thing some people are gonna get tired of living in their house that they've been living in for two months because <laughs> they want a bigger house they want more, in case there's ever a quarantine again that they have more space yeah between yeah, each like, other. like two weeks ago i was showing a house and i and i told my buyer who's a good friend of mine i'm like can you see yourself quarantine here <laughs> I, I totally went there and she was like no nah, not really so this is not the house <laughs> right know? and it's been a, it's been an amazing thing you know like these things happen and there's always little gifts to it right Yep. I'm, I'm one to see the silver lining in everything, even though I am very resourcefully realistic. Uh, there's been tons of gifts. And to see the creativity of people come out and flourish during this time, whether inside our industry or outside of our industry, has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Has been amazing. Uh, yesterday, I had my first uh, virtual showing. The listing agent wanted to show it first uh, via video, you know, like on WhatsApp. And today we're going to go into the house, uh, but he wanted, you know, there, he built a system around that, right? First on WhatsApp, like first we had to like see the, you know, the video, whatever on the MLS. Then we did the WhatsApp. Now uh, he knows that my buyers are super duper financially stable and qualified and all that. Therefore he's letting us in. And that's, those are things that people need to start doing if they haven't started already their late. Right. Because this is the moment to bulletproof the transaction in our industry. And that little system that he has around the showings is exactly bulletproofing uh, the transaction for him. Because he's not, com- he's not having every buyer come in and out. They, he needs, he's making sure that these buyers are qualified. Like we've, oh, we've already had conversations about inspections and we haven't even put in an offer yet. But we need to know what are the, what's going to be your, your system for this if we were to right. move forward. Uh, so it's super. It's it. It's been very interesting to see creativity arise and how this has pointed out that we can do things, certain things in certain ways that when we go back to normal, 
we'll still do them like this. Right. You know, like this whole Zoom, all these meetings via Zoom, I mean, half of my job is business consulting and the other half of it is recruiting. I can do all my recruiting appointments, like my first time appointments via Zoom, and then have people come into the office and meet me and have a conversation and feel who I am, you know? Right, exactly. And the office, et cetera. But that first one, they don't need to come in. We can do this. I'm sure you can feel my energy via Zoom. No, it's, it's That's good energy. That's what I've been doing my recruiting appointments. <laughs> <laughs> And no, I'm like, oh my God, I could get so much more done because it's like one and the next and the next, you know, yeah, I, I it's more efficient. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Like I even changed my uh, automatic emails that go out initially when a new lead is uh, triggered. Uh, basically, I have a, a you know, it, it mentions the things about that I'm still working. I put in there specifically, I'm working 100% still. Um, obviously, it says that I'm, abiding by COVID-19 and CDC guidelines of, mm -hmm. of uh, social distancing, as well as basically I say in there, obviously I put the consumer first and say to protect you and your family, as well as myself and my family. So that way they know that I'm taking care go. of myself, but I also put them first to make sure that I'm looking out for you, but also looking out for myself because everybody needs to be, you know, protected and safe through these, um, uh, difficult times and these, you know, with uncharted waters. Um, that's awesome. And I love that. I love that you mentioned that because that was exactly my thought process yesterday when this agent said, "I want to do a video first. My my message to my buyer was the fact that he's doing this tells me that he has been taking himself, and right. the chances of him being out there exposed to the virus are less. Exactly. So it gave me like a little bit of confidence right that i can go in into the house i mean and we're going with masks and gloves and clerks wipes and all of that uh, and when i when i'm showing houses i don't let my people touch anything i touch i open i push i close i i do all that right uh, with clerks wipes in my hands i, I like it <laughs> but it it did give us it did give us a little bit of confidence that we could go in and you know he's been he's been safe during this time you know i i really because of the situation that I have at home personally with one of my kids being immunocompromised, right? I don't want to go to. So I'm I'm not even running with people because I don't want to. I don't want to be that exposed, right? You know, because I I, can, I just cannot run the risk. That's the reality. I'm I, definitely I don't want to go into a house where I don't where I don't think the owners are you know taking any precautions. Oh no, trust me. I I was already a, a I guess what you call it a little bit of a obsessive compulsive before this happened um, <laughs> um and always when i do open houses when we were allowed to do open houses with people in them um i was always constantly wiping down surfaces with clorox wipes like the counters and things like that or whatever bringing the the method cleaning product with me because when yeah. people walk in i walk wipe off the handle the door handle whatever people open the doors touch the counters touch the cabinets and go behind them and clean it and and then people used to be like what is wrong with him like well, you're going to thank me one day when, when this <laughs> for doing all this stuff and look what happened. Yeah, yeah, we had to do we had to do this anyhow. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that people uh, that people should do every day, regardless. But, you know, during this time, right. more so maybe now during this time, it can actually become a habit. Yep. It's to come from a place of gratitude. I mean, every time, every night before you go to bed or at the dinner table with your kids or your family, three to five things you're grateful for today. 
And those things don't have to be big things. You know, I mean, it could be the things that we take for granted every day, like hot water, like a roof over my head, like a computer and internet that I can still connect with my people and produce at 100%. And that I have my health to actually you know, work 14, 16 hour days lately because that's what's expected of me as a leader in my industry. And that's what my people expect. And I want to be there for my people when they need me the most. I mean, I've been sending messages to agents that are not even in my brokerage just to check up on them because I have also been in communication with other brokers and I have heard, I don't care how they're doing. And I'm like, why? Why do you not care? I mean, why are you caring about people just when they're bringing you money? You know, I mean, is that you, is that how you're measuring your relationships? You know, so I mainly because that's my problem. See, I, I feel like I can save the world. That's my husband will tell you that is her problem. Yes. <laughs> she feels she can fix it. Right. But the fact that I, I have the ability that I have a cell phone that I can send and little a little gift with good vibes to someone around me that doesn't know who the hell I am that doesn't know anything about Liliana how long she's been in the industry or not been in the industry that I run or don't run that I can just say hey this is Liliana Pickens with Keller Williams Legacy and I just want to send you an extra good vibes today with the cute little gift I am sure they're smiling on the other side because what's happening on the text of return it's very good things. You know, it's just positive uh, energy in be between our community because this is a time that us as a community need to collaborate. And that's why I told you, do you want me to sign you up for that course? Because, you know, you know what? On the other end of things, my agents are out there doing business. I, I need to make sure that the agents that my agents are doing business with are as good or better than they are so that the deals don't fall through. And if I can contribute to someone's personal growth, absolutely I will. No questions asked. I completely and no, agree. you know, obviously not commitment, you know, no no ties. You know, no, 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 I know. No, I you know, you know, you know me well enough. No, I know. And but I'm, unfortunately, you know, I have a Wonder Woman complex and I think I can save the world. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> um well that's awesome. And so before we go today, I'm gonna share you guys and I want you probably would like this. We talked about this before we went on Facebook Live here. Um, I was looking, it's from slickwords.com. I was looking up some motivational quotes in the past few days. And this one resonated me with resonated with me the most. Um, and this is really perfect for what we're talking about when agents out there or any business out there, not just real estate, don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. And this is not, that's couldn't be a more perfect, um, motivational quote for this time right now. You know, don't limit your challenges. Like we're having your challenges are what's going on where we're talking about like yeah. how you can use Zoom or you can use other Facebook Live, things like that to get your message out there to to check on your the consumers, check on your friends, check on your families that this is 2020. We don't have um I think you know, my personal thing is that you know the universe threw us a curveball and uh now we have to take the accept the challenge and move forward and um, and get better out there and then and also continue to try to save lives out there for the ones that got sick. So um, absolutely look at the challenge and say six feet away. Exactly. Yeah, six feet away, yep. Or twelve feet. No, I'm kidding. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 uh, but so Lillian, I really do appreciate it. And of course we'll talk thank offline. You. And thank you for being with me today. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, this you're welcome. This has been Liliana Pickens. Uh, she's my guest, Keller Williams. And uh, this is Nicholas Acosta, home to all an all-inclusive podcast. Uh, today, coming to you from downtown Orlando at the beautiful view at Lake Yola, where we, Lee and I live with our two dogs, Stewie and Rose, um, right across from Lake Yola. Which, by the way, real quick, it, it doesn't look like it would. This Sunday, it looked like there was a festival downtown because there were so many cars parked. I have never seen so many cars during the quarantine until Sunday. It was crazy, but. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening today and tuning in on Facebook and LinkedIn. And also uh, later today, this will be available in audio format on one of my podcast streams, either Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple iTunes, or um, the other one is Google uh, Home Play Store. All right, Liliana, uh, thank you again. And thank you. Thank you, uh, Nick. You're welcome. Everybody out there, thank you for watching and your support. This is Nicholas Acosta, Home to All. Wishing you good real estate health, and I will see you guys tomorrow. All right, Liliana, again, take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Check out Nick's Facebook and Instagram page, Home to All 101, and his website, www.hometoall.life. Thanks for listening.